magic to it. When I'm at Ramah, I am home. My name is Avidan Halibni, and I spent seven summers as a chanich, three as a madrich, and two as a rocheda at Camp Ramah in Wisconsin. I'm currently working for the Masorti community in Berlin as an educator and youth director, serving last year as a Ramah Service Corps fellow, and even hosting some veteran madrichim for a week-long visit back in January as part of National Ramah's Maslul Fellowship. As we hit the midway point of Elul, and Rosh Hashanah is only two weeks away, I've been thinking a lot about the shofar. The word used for the sounds of the shofar, from the Mishnah all the way through the Shulchan Aruch, is kol. Kol, a voice. This resonates with our understanding of the shofar as an imitation of the human voice. The clear cry of the tzkiah, the moaning of the shvarim, the fast-paced wailing of the Torah. The shofar's voice reminds us of our own voices, how we have used them this year, if we have slandered and gossiped and testified falsely, and how we can use our voices to ask for forgiveness if necessary. It's a symbol of holding ourselves accountable for our actions. We are given a voice, and Rosh Hashanah is an opportunity to evaluate how we have used it. In other sources, however, the shofar is described in a way that speaks to something much more visceral in its symbolism. In Likutei Maharan, a collection of teachings from Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, as well as other Hasidic sources, the blasts of the shofar are referred to as havalim, breaths. The focus here is not on the sound the shofar makes, but on what is used to create that sound, the air from the Ba'alat Tokea herself. This word for breath is familiar to us from the book of Kohelet, Ecclesiastes, which declares right at the outset that all is Hevel Havalim. Everything is breath and wind, vain and fleeting, here one moment and gone the next. In the past few months, this has borne itself out in more significant ways than we ever could have imagined. We have become abundantly conscious of the importance of breath and, more saliently, how quickly it can disappear from the world. This is true in a medical context, as we make our way through a world afflicted by a respiratory pandemic. And it is true in a political context, as we have seen video after video of people whispering that they cannot breathe at the hands of police. This Rosh Hashanah, it is not just about which voices are louder than others, or who could be the last one blowing their tzkiah gedolah at the end of the day. We have a more primal human mission at stake. What is the state of our breath? How do we live with the knowledge that our breath, our havel, may be fleeting, turning in an instant, and yet live lives of beauty and joy anyways? And as we consider what it means to be in community with others, how do we acknowledge that my breath has a direct impact on how you take yours and organize ourselves accordingly? How do we decide whose breath matters and whose doesn't? This Rosh Hashanah, when you listen to the piercing voice of the shofar, Remember that there was a breath right beforehand that gave it its life force. This breath is the vehicle of our very existence on this planet. And it is this breath that needs our protection in the year to come. Shalom, and thank you for tuning in to Kol Barama. If you're looking for more information about Camp Ramah overnight and day camps, Israel programs, year-round events, and virtual offerings, please visit our website at www.camprama.org. Mm-hmm.